This is the 40-year-old Bond Virgins podcast. meeting is being recorded. Awesome. <laughs> How you doing? So holy. You alright? I'm good. You've not bothered to dress up. No, I've just got out of the shower. Um, and I lost my what socks. Could, what you could possibly have worn is like a baby blue toweling onesie swim overall. Yeah, that was amazing, wasn't it? That was a look. Shorts onesie. Mm-hmm. With a belt. <laughs> yeah. Same material, right? With the belt. It's pretty sweet. It was beautiful. <laughs> um, I don't think we've ever said each other's names on this podcast before, but Kelly's actually dressed as odd job from Goldfinger. She's grown a full moustache and has a bowler hat. It's pretty good. Yeah. Thank you. Good work. Thank you. I don't know. You call saying names. I could always bleep it out or whatever. I don't think we, yeah, the only yeah, person's yeah. name we've ever mentioned is Stu. <laughs> and it's both <laughs> first two it, episodes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quick update mm. on Stu. Mm. Um, I spoke to Sainsbury's in the week. They promised they would have the marmalade in this Sunday. Oh. Went in no marmalade, phoned them again, and they said, no, it's just nationally out of stock. And this is Bond's preferred marmalade. Yeah. Not not just the brand, the actual cut. Oh, there's a brand and a cut. So there's, Stu's just come in. (laughs) (laughs) Did you you not know we were dressing up for it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. It's all right. It's cool. No, I never. This is the first time. He's dressed as Bond when he gets out of the pool at Miami. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. T-shirt and shorts. Talking about the hunt for the eternal marmalade. Yeah. <laughs> I was just explaining. Do you, reckon, do, you reckon, do you reckon you could do that later? Um, I am just getting some stuff now. And I'm out okay. <laughs> uh, it's a serious hope you well, hope you well, Lee. <laughs> Yeah, how you doing? You're right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there are three varieties. One is a fine cut peel. Okay. That you can get. Coarse cut is the one we can't find. So it's like big. And then I don't know what the third is. Maybe it's just peelless. So they're all the same flavour. They're just different levels of chunkiness. Yeah, essentially. Ah, interesting. Did you do a synopsis? No. Uh, oh, yes, no. yes, no, sorry. I, I, yeah, so. So yes. <laughs> It's a yes. <laughs> I thought you meant, have I already said one? I haven't said anything. <laughs> I can do one. So 
We're talking about Goldfinger. I yeah. bought 1964. I didn't even look it up, but I'm going to do it right now because I've got the tablet here as well. Um, here we go. Completely. 1964. Nice. 4.5 <laughs> out of 5. Amazon Prime. Oh. I haven't written down IMDb. Oh dear. Lift up. I have really, really messed things up today. 7.9 out of 10 IMDb. And if you're interested, 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, why the discrepancy? I don't know. At 1%. It's probably the onesie. <laughs> Love the onesie. Right, synopsis. So this film has also got Bond in it. So it's another Bond film. Mm. And he um, he's told by his work that he has to go and look out for a guy called Goldfinger. Um, and so he kind of follows him around from country to country. They start from Miami. And then they go and have a game of golf in Scotland. And then they go over to Geneva. And um, and it turns out because like Goldfinger really really loves gold, and he wants to break into Fort Knox, and Bond gets in the way, and then he kisses a girl. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Paste it. That's why. Did you write that out? No, I just made that up off the top of my. <laughs> right. Um, duck hat. Did you go duck? Because I had pigeon, but oh my god! Oh, was it a pigeon? Inspired. A bird it was so soggy. On the top of his scuba gear. Yeah. That was. It is genius. I've written inspired. I've written the word inspired. But it was very soggy. I should have waxed that thing up. I think if that was supposed to be a duck or whatever bird sitting on the water, they're not usually that. No. Dead looking. Maybe it was more conspicuous than it needed to be because it was pretty dark and he was wearing all black. He probably could have just swam underwater <laughs> without drawing any attention to himself rather than having the unrealistic. <laughs> but, but it was brilliant to see. And interestingly, like he dries instantly. Like his mm. clothes wet. The soggiest thing is the bird. Yeah. And um, I think he was wearing brogues. Yeah. Yeah, Full on so. like dinner shoes yeah. with his scuba gear, which also dried instantly. <laughs> I put down uh, he infiltrates somewhere, plants some C4, like squeezes it out toothpaste style, and that for the first time his wig was extremely noticeable. Oh, did you see that? It was like the side, his side hair and the top of his hair were two different colours, basically. Okay, okay. I think I was distracted because I think I was lost in thought. I've made a note to say there is always water. I think every Bond film starts with water. Mm. There's a I lot of it. water in Bond yeah. films, generally. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay, so wig is happening. Wig's wig is cool. Another belly dancer? Yeah. So he goes into a bar, there's a belly dancer there. He's talking to, is it Felix at the bar? It wasn't, was it? It was someone else. I don't know. And then uh, he blows up the place he infiltrated. I'm sure the music came up before the opening credits came up for us. Have you got Arthur? Nope. What have you yep. got next? 
I've got next hotel room. His perception is terribly like his his just general awareness mm. of what's happening around him is pretty poor because he only knew there was a baddie in the room because he saw the reflection of the baddie in her oh, eyeballs. No. Right in her eyeballs. Very well done. That was. It was really cool. And then mm. he uses her as a human shield. Yeah. <laughs> and then he does his first bond quip. And this is the first point in the film that I realized we're going a different way with this film things have classed themselves up a bit because he does his first bond quip yeah but it isn't as like jaunty as usual he's it's quite it's kind of downplayed so he says shocking positively shocking Um, as the guy gets electrocuted and then the intro happens Uh, so i will say for the first first 20 minutes of this movie i was eating my dinner okay so i was trying to grab a pen and write stuff down whilst eating but um so yeah it's a bit messed up but yeah uh goldfinger good tune yes ruined for me forever by kath and kim who's that did you never watch kath and kim no okay right write that down that's something you need to watch but they kind of did a parody of it for their show um and i don't really like shirley bassey's voice no um and then we've got bond being massaged oiled both at the best butlins in the world pretty sweet it was amazing where's he supposed to be i don't uh, miami i thought right and then felix turns up who i think is CIA, I suppose, or FBI. I don't know, just American intelligence. Yeah. They're all just suit guys. Suits. And then (laughs) uh, introduces him to the masseuse slash lady, tells her to say goodbye, says man talk, then slaps her on the ass. (laughs) She walks away. um, It was more playful. It, it, there was there was slightly more um, consent. Okay. The vibe was definitely more kind of you know it was less about power and control and more about kind of mutual uh, gratification. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what what are we calling that? DTs. TDs. Yeah. Yeah. DTs. So just slight DTs. Slight DTs. Okay. Um, he had, is this where he gets into his toweling onesie? Yeah. And he picks up a towel, mm. and the towel has like a kind of a floral print, like in it, not printed mm. across it, like the towel. Um, <laughs> don't know the words. Embossed, maybe embossed. And it just made me think of Gran straight away. And I don't think I've seen like an embossed towel since the 80s i think you're right i can't think of any towel i've ever seen but i remember seeing them in the 80s to be honest we don't own one gran no. has definitely owned some and mm. i reckon gran has them now yeah oh yeah yeah they've, they've not upgraded their towels i'm sure that's <laughs> the only time i thought of gran during this film i've written down in surprise that goldfinger is british got a british accent so I always thought he was 
like German or European. But a little fact is that the guy played Goldfinger is German, couldn't speak much English, and he was dubbed by an English person. So that wasn't his voice. Well, that's weird because I thought he sounded German. Oh. (laughs) There you go. Um, Also, Goldfinger is at the same pool. Mm, That was lucky. Yeah, that's quite a result. I mean, Bond was on holiday, right? That's what he said when Felix turned up. That's what it, yeah. Because then Felix is like, you know, like points him out and goes and... Yeah, go and check this dude out. Yeah. And right at the beginning of the scene, I was like, oh, Goldfinger's deaf because he's wearing a hearing aid and he's got a little box thing and asked the guy to repeat himself. And I was like, oh, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know Goldfinger was a deaf guy. Um, he wasn't, but there you go. Oh, because I've written down, how comes the guy didn't notice the earpiece? So you're saying he did notice it and Goldfinger explained it away as being deaf. Yeah, because the uh, bloke uh... said, how about 500 or 5,000 this time? And... Um, Goldfinger pulled out his box and turned it up and said, did you say 5,000? And so that explains that he was pretending to be deaf. Okay, that answers my question. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to write down deaf pretend. Yeah, so he's pretending to be deaf because he's playing cards with this guy and there's a lady up in the hotel spying on the other guy's cards and feeding the information into his earpiece. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm classic <laughs> i've got so bond goes up to see jill and mm. she really seems to like him like they get on they seem to connect yeah go on why did you make that face well because he spoke two sentences to her before talking to goldfinger directly yeah and then when he gets off the mic to goldfinger she basically says i like you i like you a lot more than anyone I've met in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) like him. She's very decisive. I think she needs to... uh, You know, this allure to him. Je ne sais quoi. (laughs) Je ne sais quoi. (laughs) They must have had some champagne, because I've written, it's a shame the champagne wasn't tied to his toe. Mmm. Yeah, because it got warm and he had to go and get some more. It's a callback. I forgot about that. And then he disses the Beatles and then gets a death chop. Yes, I've written that up. So I've written up, hooks up with Jill, and then that's as bad as listening to the Beatles without earmuffs. I was like, what the <laughs> what fuck? What you with the Beatles? <laughs> and then gets knocked out by Odd Job. What do you think of Odd Job? Well, it's great. I like Odd Job. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, I know what hat I'm going to wear. <laughs> um, so I love everything about this film, and mm. in particular, I love Odd Job. Yeah, I think he saves the movie slightly because the bad guy wasn't bad enough. He was bad, but not uh, like evil genius bad. Mm-hmm. And I think Odd Job brought the physical violence into him which is quite good whilst also looking like the monopoly man yeah that's right it's a good combo so he gets knocked out by odd job but when he wakes up he finds jill perfectly painted in gold paint yeah he does 
but the um, bed sheets are completely clean. Clean, yeah. Do you think um, was she painted on the bed? I, I mean, think. She was... <laughs> what must have happened is it kills her. Well, yeah. Doesn't well, no, kill her. It's... Drugs her no. maybe. Yeah. Knocks her out. Takes her to the next room. Rents out the next room. Paints her gold in the shower or something. Lets it dry. Going in and checking on Bond to make sure he hasn't woken up. Then brings yeah. her back in once she's dried off. Positions her on the bed. By which point he's covered in paint. That's getting yeah. on the doorknobs and all sorts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to question it too much because it was beautiful. Hmm. Absolutely just one of the prettiest things I've ever seen. But, you know, when he does go on to talk about it later and he's talking about normally when people are painted, they have a bare patch of skin at the base of their spine to breathe yeah. from. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't looked into this. I mean, it's maybe. very unusual fact to know. It's, it's very Unless odd. he found that out at like the, you know, the mort morticians or the yeah, yeah. autopsy yeah. or something, maybe. It seems like... I was disappointed that nobody else went in that same way. It seemed yeah. like a very time-consuming way to see somebody off. Mm -hmm. And it did make me question as to why they didn't see Bond off at the same time. Yeah. I didn't know Bond was Bond at that point. He was just some guy that had got in on the card game and ruined his fun for him, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, I would have just killed Bond. And, I mean, the woman was there pretty much against their will anyway. I would have just taken mm. the woman on to the next. Yeah. Whatever he's doing. Hmm. But it was pretty. It was really pretty. <laughs> Money Penny, normal flirting. But a light yeah. kiss from Bond. Do you reckon he ever hooks up with Money Penny? Well, so I think we're supposed to be quite heavily invested in this and really want them to at some point get together. Ah. Uh, I don't really care. No, um, do I? <laughs> I don't really like Money Penny. You don't? No. Okay. Her whole personality is that she likes Bond. It's not much else to her. I, th I think the depth to her is just, I think she's um, into voyeurism. There's that bit where um, in, uh, yeah, from Russia with Love, right? Where they're discussing, there's like a big group of men and, they, and they're listening into a tape that James has sent across and uh, Tanya is obviously trying to get with him. And Moneypenny's really invested in it. And then she dials in from the next room to listen in again. I think, and in fact, she sends uh, Tanya the dresses. So I think she quite likes Bond getting it on with other people. She facilitates that and she gets her kicks out of just like listening and hearing about it. Okay. She just likes the stories. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I suppose so. She's kind of his pimp. Yeah. I've written, um, M has a leather padded door. Nice. And it's a really good look. Yeah, I'd like a better uh, padded door. Is that, do you think that's, like, where? who has leather padded doors? Are they office things? Is that like a stately home thing? I don't think I've seen a leather padded door in real life. I don't know. I don't know. I'd assume it's got some good sound protection. But I can imagine it's probably more to match the sofa or something that's in there. Yeah. 
it works it's good i'm just going to read something out from um it's the top result when i've looked up um skin suffocation from paint mm. somebody asked the question can someone really suffocate from being covered in gold paint like Bill Masterson in Goldfinger. James Bond tells M that she died of skin suffocation, but is that possible? And the answer says, no, we do not breathe through our skin. And that's the answer. <laughs> well, there you go. Ah, the James Bond movie Goldfinger spawned the urban myth yeah. that a person can suffocate if air cannot reach their skin. <laughs> There's also a myth that the actress did actually die from skin suffocation during the movie. That went around for a long time. Ah. I remember hearing that when I was a kid. But uh, no, she's she's fine. Bond has dinner with Colonel Smithers. What? <laughs> what did you say? Said Bond. <laughs> the next scene is Bond has dinner with Colonel Smithers and M. Right. Yeah. Yes, I've yes. So I've written stupid big table and only a couple of seats used. You should have if you've got a yeah in the, if you've got a house that is so big that you can possibly have a room that big you've probably also got a space for a smaller more intimate room that would be nicer to have a dinner in with fewer people yeah yeah I suppose and then I Smithers has two little patches of hair yeah he did have two little tufts I was watching that and thinking it was before the time where you could just shave your head yeah so they just had to keep combing it back until it was gone yeah that must have been crap. For, I mean, yeah. for dudes. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, do a bond and slap a toupee on. Yeah. They put out some Nazi gold. Nazi gold. It's, I guess the reason was that was his way in with Goldfinger was that he needed the gold melted down and paid out on it because he couldn't sell it with the stamp on it, I suppose. So I don't know if they... Like we're only 20 years on from the war at this point. So there would be kind of like things that had been smuggled and hidden and mm. moving around. Yeah. Your eyes okay? I, they've just suddenly got really sore. I don't know if it's from the makeup I've put on my face. Maybe I've got... <laughs> <laughs> just, just, be, just be clear, she hasn't gone full odd job face. It's just a moustache. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the conversation. <laughs> right after the gold uh, at Colonel Smithers's house with M, he goes and meets Q. Yeah, in Q's lap. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was pretty good. Where you see a bulletproof vest, Being tested. <laughs> which, is, which is pretty that standard was... these days. Why did they have to test it with somebody in it? They could have, like... I think at a certain point you have to, you must have just caught them at the very last stage of testing. You have to yeah. go to human testing at some point, don't you? That just feels like a waste of a vest at that point. Yeah. And the vest just looked like, well... It was made of a straight jacket or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it worked, it worked. It did. Aston Martin DB5. Mm. Tricked out. It's got guns, revolving plates, uh, smoke, oil, rear bulletproof shield, an ejector seat, and he gave him some Apple AirTags. 
<laughs> he also said he also said never touch the red button if you mm. do it will eject your passenger instead of saying this is an ejector button use it if you need to eject somebody from your passenger seat why he would not have put something in that car that wasn't to be used why did he tell him never to touch it yeah and also i think i'd want the ejector seat myself or both ejector yeah. seats, you know? I know it'd be a bit of a problem with the steering wheel, but maybe that could come with you. Yeah. Because normally you'd use an ejector seat to escape something. Yeah, I'm just thinking you could, if you if the ejector seat had popped up on the driver's side with the steering wheel, but also with like a kind of like, it was still attached to a flat bit, like if you were ejected into water, you could almost use it as like a little, mm. like hoverboard for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't think of that, did they? No. They fucked that up. Then I've got Bond meets like this is where I started abbreviating Goldfinger to GF. Nice. Bold meet <laughs> Bond meets GF at the golf green and odd job as a caddy. Now just before that, Lee. Mm. In the shop area where he bumps into him. Yeah. Notice anything? Did I notice anything? No. What did I At 25 minutes and 39 seconds, hmm. a date. Oh, a date. There's a calendar on the wall. <clears throat> With the year? With the year 1964. And it's for that year's golf pictures. Okay. Well, that's that then. Mm -hmm. That's the whole new films being prequels blasted out of the wall. Yes. Okay. Have you ever played <laughs> Um I haven't done 18 holes. I've done like pitch and putt and I've done a couple of holes. Okay. Uh, Why actually, have you just done a couple of holes? Because we were we we're only there with like friends and that. So we just like did a couple each. Okay. You know what I mean? There was about six of us and we had just played like three, three versus three and just did a few holes each. Okay. Hmm. No, I've never yeah. played like mini golf and crazy golf, hmm. but never like a full on green. We drove through a golfing green this morning, actually, and um, and it was quite misly and wet. And what is that noise? What's that? You <laughs> was was someone flushing the toilet? No, I might be. I don't know. Could have been my PC fans <laughs> kicking in. I didn't hear it. I got headphones on. <laughs> Is it loud? Um, <laughs> just... I don't think there's anyone else here. Is it Let's have a look. No one there? That's the toilet. Can you hear that? Yeah. That's what it sounded it's... like. Oh, well, there's no one else here. Yeah. All right. Listen, listen back to this after it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yes, so we were driving through a, a golfing green this morning and the like really snazzy dresses, like there was a lot of pink matching t-shirts and shorts combos, mm. like it's very much about the outfits and they weren't, I couldn't see why they were particularly practical outfits because they looked freezing. Yeah, I don't know. They've never been, as far as I know, practical. Um, yeah. They're more about just dressing up smart, I guess. 
smart yeah. sport. And I've then written that Goldfinger looks like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> In his um, weird queen. brown trousers, yeah. yeah. So, Goldfinger calls Bond on his bullshit straight away. Mm-hmm. On the first hole, Bond just slaps a five grand bar of gold on the ground and just says that's, that's what he wants. So they were very straight up with each other. <laughs> and then we're on the last two, well, he drops the gold and says he wants to what does he want to do? He just, he just wants to sell it or he wants it melted and remolded without I probably tune out with all of the actual detail stuff. Right. There was gold. There was gold. Then they're on the last two holes and they're even. So they decide to bet the bar of gold on who's going to win the match. That may be called golf a match or not, but I am. <laughs> golf lands it in the rough. Golf. Goldfinger lands it in the rough. <laughs> golf. Finger. <laughs> Looking for Goldfinger's ball, Bond finds a Slazenger 7, is told that Goldfinger only uses a Slazenger 1, then Oddjob drops another Slazenger 1. Bond's caddy says, if that's his original ball, I'm Arnold Palmer. Palmer. Do you know Arnold Palmer? I don't know. I don't know. Go for it, I guess. Bond says it isn't. Caddy says, how do you know? And Bond says, I'm standing. That was good. The, the caddy mm. looked like he talked like and he acted like he was probably a well-known cameo. Like he had a lot of presence. He reminded me of the shoe shine guy out of uh, the Naked Gun police police squad TV series. You ever see that? No. So I was giving him information. It just says General Joseph Duggan, an Irish-born Australian character who appeared in many well-known films. He never achieved stardom, but was a familiar face in small roles. His trademarks were his Irish brogue, pronounced lisp, and prominent jaw. Oh, he did have a prominent jaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so Bond switches Goldfinger's Slazenger 1 to a Slazenger 7, shows Goldfinger that he's playing the wrong ball and lost the game. So Goldfinger loses the game. Bond plants a tracker. Apple Air tag on Goldfinger's car. Yep. Goldfinger threatens Bond and gets Oddjob to show his skills. What did you think of Oddjob's skills? Did you know about Oddjob's skills beforehand? Um, no, you're going to have to remind me what he's what what he specifically did. I've just written down Oddjob has anger issues. Well, Oddjob did what Oddjob does: throws that hat at the yeah, statue. Oh, the statue. He beheads mm. the statue. Yes. Um, I think I probably have had an awareness of his hat before, but had forgotten about it. Right. Um, so it was quite surprising and fun when that happened. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> Bond follows Goldfinger to the airport. At a nice distance, right, because right he can. The yeah, because of the Apple Air tags, he was able to follow from a nice distance. Goldfinger flies to Geneva. Bond gets the next flight half an hour later. <laughs> They're pretty regular. That's a good airport. Yeah, oh, Britain. Gone. Geneva just looks beautiful. I want to go to Geneva. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Trailing Goldfinger in Geneva. Uh, Bond gets overtaken by a woman in a Mustang. Mustang woman 
later on shoots a warning shot. Well, I've written down it's a warning shot of Bond because that's what it looked like at the time. Mm-hmm. As he is spying on Goldfinger at a fruit stand. I have written. They have a car chase. Yeah. They they have two car chases. So there's so there is that. So they start off with a little car chase before the shot. I think that was just road rage. Okay, but she indicate, which I thought was quite. Oh, did she? Impressive, like a bit of a car chase. Like, yeah, she, yeah. she was still quite polite about it. Yeah. And I've also written she wears, like, for someone who is in the midst of road rage and is, um, as we come to find, like carrying a gun, she does that thing with her cardigan where it's just gently laying over her shoulders, mm. which must be really hard to maintain. Yeah, you've got to keep adjusting that for sure. This meeting is being recorded. Didn't didn't change your outfit at half time. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> Long and boring car chase, shooting, explosions. He says, run for the Bracken. And I've written down Bracken. I don't think I've ever heard somebody say Bracken in a film. I really love Bracken. Yeah. There used to be loads of Bracken in um Buckham Park. And I used to love looking looking at it because it gets tinier and tinier and tinier and tinier. And then I've written 45 minutes in and no Bond girl yet. No. I've also written, what does Bond girl mean? Because I looked up something later. Um, Moneypenny is mentioned as a Bond girl. Tilly is mentioned as a Bond girl. So is Bond girl just any girl in a Bond film? Because I, I thought it was always the one that he couples up with specifically. I think a Bond girl has to survive the movie. Oh. Because <laughs> Tilly, was it Tilly? Yeah. Yeah. She dies, right? She died she there? Dies, like, yeah, she does die, but it, yeah. Is it right there she or a bit later? Yeah. I mean, that's Jill and Tilly. Those parents are going to be devastated. Hopefully they've got another Jillian one. Tilly. Yeah. Probably Billy. Billy. Okay, all right. You, you you pretty much cleared that up for me. So going back slightly to the airport, Bond drives his Aston Martin there, and Goldfinger drives his Rolls Royce to the airport, and they're both driving them in Geneva, which means both of those planes were able to carry cars. Not only that, but we find out that Goldfinger's car is made out of pure gold. He melts down. So that must have been extremely heavy for that aeroplane, whatever plane that was on. It must have been military, his plane. I mean, presumably, because it's Goldfinger, he has his own plane also made of gold. Made of pure gold. <laughs> well, no, we know his plane, right? We get to see the plane later, surely. Do you think that was the same plane? Because well, you wouldn't get a car on that plane. No, you wouldn't. But he seems to have a preferred pilot. So that has to mm. be out there. Mm. Yeah, that's true. So Goldfinger, whilst he's in, where were they coming from? America, gets all the gold he acquired made into a Rolls Royce, gets that painted up to look like a normal Rolls Royce. Yeah. Drives it to Geneva, or a job drives it to Geneva, and then melts it down because that's how he's smuggling the gold into the country. Seems seems pretty clever, to be honest, if you can get away with it. 
there might be easier ways that was details that all went over my head in the film and i actually stopped listening when you were talking just then mm. i'm just gonna mm. nod <laughs> okay bond finds oh she's not dead yet bond finds tilly trying to shoot goldfinger she is jill's sister we find out um they both jump into the aston martin for a car chase how did you find the car chase long and boring long and boring yeah. uh he's being chased by a few cars he busts out the smoke screen takes out the first car they couldn't see where they're going i can't think if they crashed i think they crashed into a tree oil slick uh takes out the second one which goes off a cliff and explodes midair for some reason no quits <laughs> and then bond comes into a dead end so he puts up his bullet shield in the back bond jumps out of the car starts shooting with his handgun and that's when odd job hats i've called it hats so odd mm -hmm. job hats tilly and bond gets captured in amongst that mm. in amongst that the ejector seat is used that's coming up so bond is captured oh. and the, the guy is sitting in the Bond is still driving his own car. Uh, okay, all right. So carry on then. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bond driving his car at gunpoint. Press the ejector seat button. Bad guy pops out just barely and then hits the ground. Wasn't yeah. a great ejector seat if you're actually ejecting from oncoming danger. <laughs> just immediate danger in the car. Even then, there was no parachute. He just he just landed on his side. <laughs> Old lady with a machine gun. Yeah, she was freaking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> she was in charge of the gate, right? There are a lot of strong female characters in this film. Mm, yeah, pretty cool. Bond crashes into a wall after they use a mirror to reflect his headlights. This is after a long, windy car chase through some buildings. Gets tricked by a mirror. So that's pretty good. I've noted that his windscreen that Q had pointed out was bulletproof. Mm -hmm. um, what happens is the bullets lodge into the windscreen. They're not deflected and ping off. They're lodged in. So that mm. whole scene has got like his his view is pretty much obliterated. It would actually have probably been better if the glass had all just come out because at least yeah. he would have been able to see. Yeah. Just something for you to work on. What I didn't realise just now is that Bond didn't use his rotating number plates, did he? Probably just for like admin purposes as he gets to each different country. Mm, I think that's yeah. like a bit of housekeeping he does that we don't need to really worry about. They're just explaining that away in case people are like, hmm, he's gone to a different country and yet um, he hasn't got that country's reg plates. Oh, okay. At the beginning. I thought it's more, well, I suppose I'm thinking of the last 20 years where you can get plate recognition on a camera kind of thing for the police, but yeah this is probably, most probably wasn't around <laughs> on the crash into a wall bond wakes up strapped to a table mm -hmm. for an iconic scene that's been recreated a few times goldfinger has purchased a laser that can actually reach the moon but a very short distance can cut through metal it's <laughs> pretty good what's the purpose yeah. I just want you to note in this scene, Bond has a cut to his face. Yeah. Okay. I noticed just, that. 
He says the iconic line, do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Did you know that quote? No. Oh, you didn't? I've written in quote marks, classic laser beam up the legs. Yeah. Is that something he says as well? Does he say it? I think classic I, laser I, beams I, up the legs. I think I've, I've written it in quote marks as if that's what he says. Is the no. classic laser beam up the legs. No? <laughs> no. no. He should have done. <laughs> Check. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> did you think said it? Goldfinger. I thought Bond said it. Well, this is a classic laser beam of the legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going, as yeah. As you're checking that, so Bond yeah. is panicking because the ball, the laser's pretty much at his balls, uh, yeah. and starts begging, basically offering information to get out of it. Um, Goldfinger says you've got nothing of importance. When Bond mentions he knows about Operation Grand Slam, Goldfinger didn't really care still, saying, you know, you're going to be dead, it doesn't matter if you know. Uh -huh. Bond says the next person will know as well, and mentions 008 being his replacement. Yeah. If he dies. Now, that got me on a bit of a tangent thinking about it. I was thinking, does 008 not only take his place but become 007 do you think the numbers you take their number and then there's a new 008 in waiting and if so is 001 the best or is 001 no, to 006 just dead and bonds number seven and if so poor I... 008 he's obviously not going to get any action for the next 60 years <laughs> well, let's see if he comes you know let's see if he comes up again because yeah i think they're assigned a number and that is just their their number what do you think about 001 to 006 do you think they're alive and well they, but they were all referenced we've met them let me go back through my notes we've met 005 no that was um spectre Number five oh, and number three. Oh, they use the same number system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no, then I think they're still about, they're just doing different kinds of jobs, really. Okay. I mean, you can't yes. do everything. And he needs no. holidays sometimes. Yeah, he does. Righto. So why would 008 take his place? In that case, you think? <laughs> Because, because they need a backup for each particular job they are on. It won't. So it's not like his role, but like if Bond dies, that doesn't mean the the his workplace, whatever it's called, like just stops investigating Goldfinger. Mm. They'll be like, no, this guy. He's been like he's he's been buddying Bond for a while now. He's learning the ropes. And, um, right, like it, a, yeah. um, what's that person that waits backstage in case someone doesn't turn yeah, up? Yeah, like a, an understudy. Understudy, right. Yeah. Okay, so do you think 007 is 006's understudy? Or do you reckon just 008 is just a coincidence that the number's next to his number? Um, I think, I think it's just a coincidence that, that, that they're so close together. 
Um, I think it's just like, it's all just done on a rotor and it just depends like who worked last Christmas, like which <laughs> ones have got kids that they need to spend time with and stuff. And yeah. they're just like, okay, like he's on this very dangerous mission. Like you're just going and staking out, um, like oh, you're protecting the queen for a while and you're going off to look at Goldfinger. But if anything goes wrong with you, then um, 008, in fact, I think 008 is the backup for all of them. And he just jumps into the job. He's kind of just on standby. <sighs> That's a lot of pressure. Well, but then you've got mm. like this kind of team of reserves, basically. Okay, they're all called double O-8s. All the reserves. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that just seems like a limited, a limited team. Yeah. I think you get to meet another agent. Uh, I remember... Uh, Sean Bean, is it Sean Bean? Yeah. Is he, a, is he a person? I remember him being an agent, like a double O agent in one of the movies. So maybe we'll get more answers in, okay. in 40 years time. So Goldfinger turns off the laser. Have you found your quote yet? Still looking. Okay. Bond gets dosed with a trank dot in the ribs. Uh, when he wakes up, he's on a plane and a pilot comes to greet him and it's Pussy Galore. It's totally badass. I love her so much. I want to be her. She's badass. Yeah. <laughs> he gets stunned and when he wakes up, he's, oh, he hasn't got his cut anymore, basically. Mm. The cut that was on his face at the start of the laser thing, the cut's gone. Yeah. Although, um, earlier on in the movie, I saw that same area had makeup over it, covering something up. Oh. So I wonder if that is a real cut um, or just something he's done on the set, something. And it's all obviously shot out of sequence. Uh, and that was real, maybe. And... This is an earlier sequence where he didn't have a cut on his face. I don't know. But he had a big lump on his face at the beginning of the movie, I thought. It was a bit odd. So Elsie came in for this bit when Pussy Galore got, gets introduced, and she says, that woman looks like a real-life Mrs. Krabappel. I don't know. What is that? Mrs. Krabappel from The Simpsons, the teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. She introduced herself, Pussy Galore. Bond says, I must be dreaming. I think he says something else, but I didn't write that down. Uh, Bond is on the plane to Baltimore, orders a martini, shaken, not stirred. Melee, the stewardess, is told to spy on Bond while she's in the bathroom getting having a shave. And he just keeps spotting those peepholes. He does, doesn't he? I like that little sequence. Oh, I thought that was quite good. Yeah. Melee's got three spy holes in, <laughs> into the bathroom. Bond <laughs> basically spots each one and he's totally chill doing it. Yeah, he likes it. The co-pilot is just sat with her feet up on the console. Yeah. Reading a magazine. It's pretty good. Yeah. Good deal. Now, she had... Dark hair. Right. Every other 
woman he's got in his employment had blonde hair and I wondered if that's because of the gold look but she was oh. a brunette which ruined my theory even the uh, red arrow women later they're all yeah, blondes hmm pussy hands bonds by gunpoint to odd job uh, then you meet the female red arrows all blondes as we just mentioned bond meets up with goldfinger at a stud farm and then he's led to a jail room i don't think there was any other mention of just stud farm was it like a racetrack as well or just a stud farm yeah well just before we move on to the stud farm that there's so while he's in that bathroom on the plane he puts mm. the little tracker Apple. Oh, the tag, yeah. In his shoe. Yeah. Which is where he was always told to place it. And that just made me think, why does it just not be in the shoe all the time? Just build it into the shoe. Why would you have to like put it into the shoe? Well, and you then... had to turn it on. It wasn't always on. Oh, well, yeah, but then you could just press a button on the shoe. Yeah. Rather than turn it on, put it in the shoe. <laughs> and then I've written. Fire a Smith and Weston in the cabin. Did somebody actually fire a gun at that point? Not that time. And he said, "You'll be sucked into the outer space." Yeah. And I said, "Really? Into outer space?" <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was a different I've, time. I've written horses. What's the deal with horses? I don't know why I've written. What's the deal with horses? I don't know if I meant that as a general concept or whether there was something in particular on the screen. That I was questioning. Well, and I then, guess that was my question as well, because I don't think the stud farm ever comes up again. They have these low carriages. Oh no, that what's up with the horse and low carriage thing? So there were well, like, these people. Gone. That's chariot racing. You, you've not seen chariot racing. It's oh. awesome. Yeah, it's low carriages. Yeah, it's normally two people on it. It's basically race like on a race track, but you've got a chariot. We should do that as well. We, we should do that. <laughs> All right. A list of Bond things. Well, we're, we're going to go to Geneva and we're yeah. going to have a chariot race. We could have a chariot race to Geneva. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's try and make it simple. Otherwise, we'll never get around to doing it. Okay. All right. All right. So we've tracked to his little jail room. Oh, go on. Yeah. Uh, I've written KFC, or is that before, after the jail room? KFC? There's a, there's like KFC, like the K, like I guess the original KFC, the Kentucky Fried Chicken. What, in the background, so or does he go in? Yeah, in the background. Oh, nice. Oh, that KFC was well nice in the 60s. Proper, like, like full yeah, of chickens and like, yeah. yeah. Mm. So he's in his jail room, his little yeah. jail room. And then we meet all of these gangsters that Goldfinger owes money to. And they were awesome, those gangsters. They were like, hey, oh, hey, Goldfinger, you owe us money. Hey, oh, when we get money? Like proper old Simpsons style gangsters. And like they were all um they were all, yes. <laughs> they were like like the games room was all like like had like circus equipment and mm -hmm. like like really cool like like games and pretty lights and stuff it was <laughs> it was a great hangout it was it was really good fun it was a nice room um we're going to get to it in a minute but 
did you have some bonus content for your Instagram page? Yeah, did you not see it? I oh, thought you put comment it on it. No, yeah, I haven't seen I it. put it up that way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, where are we? Bunch of gangsters asking for their money. Pool table flips over into a control station and then a large screen slowly. Did it spin around or drop? I don't know. With a picture of Fort Knox. It's quite an elaborate way of showing a picture of Fort Knox to all these gangsters. Yeah. Then, well, he explains that he's going to rob Fort Knox and they didn't really get it. So he then opens up the whole floor into a, a miniature model of the area comes out the floor. Yeah. And you could plug your plug your Instagram if you want. Well, I had to feature this because I am a uh, model village. What's the word? A fish, a fish, a light model is. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so he shows this model village of of Fort Knox, but for some reason it's like empty on the inside. And then James Bond puts his head up inside it, and you can see like, <laughs> his eyes inside Fort Knox. <laughs> Why has it not come up on my Instagram? I don't know. That's weird. I should have tagged you. You have posted it, yeah? Yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. If I haven't, I'm going to be really upset. Yeah, it's there. It's got, it's got six likes six days ago. Six days ago? Yeah. You watched this movie six days ago? I watched it straight after the last podcast. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, yeah. well, I'll look for that. That's why it's not on there. It's, it's gone past in the timeline. Right. So where are we? Gangsters, stereotypical noises, Bond lures a guard to the door. What does he do? He lures a guard to the door by walking up to the door smiling at the guard walking away walking up to the door smiling at the guard walks away again then third time walks up to the door smiles at the guard then slowly drops down out of frame the guard can't see him so he opens the door and at that point bonds suspended on the ceiling <laughs> and then drops down and knocks yes. So when I so I did I'd forgotten that but yes <laughs> when I knew me one night um my friend Dale suggested that we play hide and seek and um so like four of us played hide and seek in the in um halls of residence and we couldn't find him it felt like hours it was ridiculous and he had done exactly that he had crawled like into like the recess of the door and was like wedged himself in so he was above the door so we kept going in and looking around genius i know that work yeah. <laughs> yeah well bond got away with it it's pretty good uh which is when bond gets his head inside fort miniature fort knox and has a look around lessons to goldfinger's plan um we then learn about the Delta 9 invisible nerve gas, uh, which knocks you out for 24 hours. Some people might have learned that again, not to have heard any of the details. 
So that was okay. All right, tell me about this. So Delta, so Goldfinger's telling all the gangsters, he's saying Delta 9 invisible nerve gas will knock you out for 24 hours. Pussy Galore will be spraying it all over the town uh, and knocking everyone out. Oh, yeah. With her. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, Pussy finds Bond and drags him out of miniature Fort Knox and takes him back to his room. Now, the next scene was uh, yeah. very odd. So Goldfinger's plan is just to gas all of the mobsters he owes money to. He says if they wait one more day, they'll get 10 million each instead of 1 million each. He doesn't plan to give them the money, he just plans to kill them. One of the gangsters says he doesn't want the 10 million, he just wants his 1 million now. So Goldfinger says, fair enough, takes him out of the room. Packs him in a car with odd job with a million pound in gold in the boot and drives off. Then he gasses all the mobsters in that room, kills them. Then <laughs> odd job pulls over, kills the guy in the car, takes it to a junkyard, crushes the car, gets the crushed car in a van, drives the van back to Goldfinger where he's then got to extract his gold out of that crushed car. That's crazy. It's crazy, right? So number one, that is crazy. That's elaborate. Number two, yeah, I, I missed all of that again. I don't know what I'm doing when I'm watching films, <laughs> right? Because I, re- I really enjoyed this film a lot. Like I was like, couldn't wait to talk to you about this because I okay. really loved it had no idea there was anyone in that car. I watched the whole car crushing scene and I spent a lot of time thinking about, we used to go to um, like car salvage yards. Yeah, with granddad, mostly with granddad. It was um, It's called uh, GW Bridges in Peace Poetch. Oh, is it still there? Yeah, but you can't go climbing in the cars anymore. You go to a counter and ask, tell them what you want and they'll go and take it off it for you and give it to you. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And like, I think I just spent a lot of time thinking about that. And like, that used to be really cool, just like get into old cars and like piss around with them. Mm. I've also written, looking back, painting Jill with gold paint now seems like a really odd choice of murder. Like, none of the other killings in the film are as quite as ridiculous as that. No. But then maybe while I was thinking that, then the, the other ridiculous murder where he gets put in a car and crushed has happened. And I've missed that because I'm thinking about how the deaths aren't as ridiculous as the first one. But I'm missing a lot. I don't know. And I like I wasn't doing anything else. I was just watching the film. Well, the only reason that whole scene happened was to move the plot slightly forward where that gangster uh, that's going into the car to go away bond plants his tracker on him with a note for uh felix to say that he's in trouble <sighs> you miss this and uh so felix is following that tracker across the country or wherever and then it just goes dead where it gets crushed but so that just gets felix away from the stud farm but that wasn't odd jobs yeah. intention it was just pure fluke um, okay. So it's all very weird. 
but you know, whatever. It got it, it got Bond Felix away from Bond. Bond was in trouble. Bond was Bond in a jail cell. Yeah. And he he planted his shoe tracker with a note saying 007 in trouble, need help, or whatever. Okay. Uh I think during his outbreak from his jail room he did that. And then he gets taken back. But um yeah, Felix basically tracks that car until the tracker goes silent when it gets crushed in the car crushing. I've got, they're drinking a julep. A julep is made of bourbon, sugar, shaved ice and mint. It sounds nice. And I was going to try and get the ingredients delivered mm. to you for the podcast tonight, but I can find anywhere <laughs> that would do it. It would be really funny if it just turned up. <laughs> Goldfinger asks Pussy to get changed. As Felix is spying on Goldfinger, Goldfinger asks Bond to join him to join him above ground to show Felix that he's not dead or in trouble. Bond walks around with uh, works. Oh, sorry. Bond works out Goldfinger's plan. Goldfinger plans to plant a atomic device in Fort Knox, making the gold radioactive for fifty-eight years, making Goldfinger's gold worth ten times more. That's a pretty good plan. What do you reckon? Yeah. Choose out again and then <laughs> details. Uh, Felix is satisfied that Bond is not in trouble. Pussy galore and Bond in the barn. Oh, yeah. I, yes, that was about as DT as it gets. Yeah. Which I mean, is a he massive step forward. Physically overpowered her and forced herself on her. She kind of, you could see she kind of enjoyed it right just before they started kissing. But she did look like she was trying to push him off at the beginning. But there was a bit of like parry and thrust in that, like he kind of like went for her. She went back and flipped him over, like she yeah. could hold her own, mm -hmm. and he did. Yeah, that was the worst bit. He did really force those last couple of moments, but she did look into it after. Yeah, female red arrows commence rockabye baby. Mm hmm. That was awesome. Wipes out the armies. Now that's forty-one thousand troops. So back when they're doing the planning bit, the gangsters say there's 35,000 troops there and uh, Goldfinger says, no, it's actually 41,000. So 41,000 people get knocked out by the Delta knockout gas. Yeah. Uh, there's even a car overturned with another car crashed into it with people hanging out of it, which I thought was quite good. And then the Chinese, I think we mentioned the Chinese all the way through this, but Goldfinger's working with the Chinese, they come up with the bomb. Oh, yeah. Because they want to mess up the uh, whatever. <laughs> the reserve of gold for America, I guess. Uh, so they turn up with the laser and cut the door open. The bomb gets wheeled in, the countdown starts. I've put the, choreo the sleep choreography was utterly beautiful. Yeah. Just <laughs> series and series of men just like collapsing on their sides. And I've and just helmets rolling around the floor. Yeah. It was hypnotic. I could have watched that forever. That was awesome. <laughs> then I've written down a large group of the army guys, including Figlix, wake up and plan on attacking. How? Question mark. Then cut back to Bond, handcuffed to the bomb and lowered into the gold reserve. Army attacks Goldfinger, 
Goldfinger dresses up as the army to escape. At that point, he is holding his golden gun. Uh -huh. Which is pretty cool. Odd job gets locked in the vault with Bond. Yeah. And they have an incredibly peaceful fight. Yeah. Like Bond was like smashing stuff over his face. And Odd job's just like smiling and laughing. But silently. <laughs> Odd job gets locked in the vault, kills a guard, which Bond uses to remove his handcuffs because the guard has got a key on him. Then Oddjob misses with his hat twice, and he takes a gold bar to the chest. Bond throws a gold bar in, and it just bounces off. Um, Bond hats Oddjob, misses, hat gets trapped in some metal bars. Oddjob wants to retrieve the hat and gets electrocuted by Bond because there's a power cable nearby that he pushes onto the bars. Shocking. Shocking. Very good. Chinese guy gets crushed behind the reserve door as it opens. Oh, Bond's now trying to defuse the bomb, which is yes. an awesome bomb. It's only got two elements to this bomb. I forget what the two elements were. They mentioned it earlier on in the movie. But all of those moving parts just to throw those two elements together to create an explosion, I thought was amazing. It had like spinning dials, everything. <laughs> I didn't notice any of that, but I do remember the number the clock stopped at when he defused it. So he doesn't defuse the bomb. He's trying to defuse the bomb. And he's about to rip out a handful of wires when Felix walks in and just turns it off by a switch on the side. Do okay, you that? yeah, I missed, I missed that. As well, <laughs> but what number does it stop on? 007. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Felix asked Bond what happened to Oddjob. He blew a fuse. He blew, he a, blew fuse. a fuse. That's very good. And then we learned that they got to Pussy earlier and she switched all the gas to fake gas. So all those 41,000 people were in on it and they all pretended to pass out. Shut the fuck up. Is right? that true? That's true, which brings back to my point. They had that car rolled over with another car crashed into it, people hanging out of it. They staged the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, man. 41,000 troops were up for it. All in on it. Yeah, <laughs> all in on it. I didn't want to put on a show, not be an army. God, I've learned so much about this film. <laughs> I've written down, he has a soft and rubbery face. <laughs> Who? Bond? Bond. Okay, yeah. Um, we've got 15 seconds. This is so boring. <laughs> this meeting is being recorded. Um, switch the gas. Yeah, and that he has a soft and rubbery face. Right. Americans put Bond on the plane with mm -hmm. liquor for free. But I'll be the only one on the plane, he says. And they said, yes, we know. Which basically means they think Bond is a raging alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Goldfinger is on the plane too. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. How did they miss that? Um, they have a fight. Uh huh. They're fighting on the plane, and then is it Goldfinger that pulls out a gun? I think it is. If you, I, I think I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. No, no, no. 
So Goldfinger pulls out a gun, I think it's his, but I don't think it's his golden gun, as far as I remember. Not just a normal gun. Anyway, uh, it does shoot out a window, and then Goldfinger gets sucked out of the window. That was brilliant. It was good. It was so good. <laughs> he got stuck in the window for a minute. Yeah, it was like Augustus Gloop getting <laughs> stuck in the Willy Wonka. <laughs> it was great. Turns out Pussy's piloting the plane. Yeah, and she's got hair just like Nanny. Yeah, and then obviously the plane's going down because they've lost part of the plane. Um, I couldn't work out when he gets sucked out the window. Did yeah. something block the window that stopped Bond getting sucked out as well? I don't know. I did try and rewind it, and then it all just got confusing. And like, yeah, they. I've written down that he says, "Oh, so he sees Pussy." I guess he's up in the cabin with her. Because she yeah. asked what's happened to Goldfinger, and he says he's playing his golden harp. That was yeah. before the plane <laughs> crash, so he's he's got that one liner in whilst yeah. they were crashing. He didn't even think anyone else was on the plane to say it to. He, he just had a line. He's just saying it quite in his own mind, and then he's yeah. like, "Oh, great, someone knows." The Americans are watching the plane on radar. Yep. And they see another dot appear in the sky when the plane's going down so they know he survived the crash the plane crashes mm-hmm. um bond and pussy escape and hook up on the island cue the sex scene the end yeah always end up snogging by water yeah well it's romantic i guess no soup no soup um i mean he actually hides from the rescue this time I guess they do another loop around. They probably they probably know. They're probably like, look, just give him twenty minutes. Yeah. You know how he gets yeah. when things like this happen. Uh, and credit says he'll be back in Thunderball. Yes. Which is cool. I'm loving the credit. Yeah. It's short as well. Um, that's the end. I I actually freaking loved this film from beginning to end. I love so I I don't know I don't know what's happened like Mm. clearly someone's had a word because it suddenly goes very like strong female character the whole pussy galore and her you know circus of and her flying circus thing and Mm. his quips is kind of like they're still there there's fewer of them this time and they're kind of delivered with less of a boom tish kind of like moment they're (laughs) a bit more subtle um I found the plot actually really interesting like not that I was aware of most of it but like I that I could understand the general storyline I just thought it was really colorful and really interesting and I actually really did enjoy it yeah and not mm, yeah the 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 whole DT thing I feel like yeah, they must have just had some kind of course at work about stereotypes and um, they just need to mature a bit. I think, um, yes, DTs, but they're all, they're both game for it, man. They're both up for it, even exactly. though it looks, looks bad. I guess it's exaggerated because it's Bond. I think Bond's has got a license to hook up with anyone as well, right? Like he's in, in, irresistible. To Unlike- Hmm. Yeah, I did think earlier, or last night when I was watching the movie. Do you think some of the women hook up with him because they know he's got a license to kill? 
but then I thought probably that's, that's a bit dumb. you ever watch um, did you watch <laughs> Night Stalker uh, I don't think so Night on Stalker. Netflix right so it's yeah so it's a guy in the 70s he he was vile really really messed up like he tortured people and um it, it, like he did horrific horrific vile things and when he was caught you kind of like see a bit of the court case and he's got groupies there are women there like sitting mm. at the back death catch his eye right into him in jail and all he's done it, you know he's murdered and raped people yeah like there, there is those people exist yeah <laughs> oh yeah so maybe yeah maybe there's that to it then yeah Maybe they're into him because of that. He does have a soft and rubbery face, though. So I think there's some people he that does are just into have that. a rubber face. Um, other than that, yeah, I thought it was really good. I like all the Q stuff. I've always liked the gadget stuff. That that scene, like I say, is in all the later movies that I've seen. Um, and it's later played by John Cleese. Q. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. No, they're, I didn't know they're that. the movies I know. Is John Cleese was Q. Oh. And um, were always entertaining, always funny, and uh, yeah, pretty cool gadgets. So yeah, I was quite happy that he was in the Aston Martin. They had all the cool gadgets. I thought the movie itself was as good as the last one, but it had added sprinkles of gadgets and gadget sprinkles. Good plot, good plot twist at the end with the old knockout gas. I thought. You know, for people that kind of went into this not having much of a thing for bond and mm. this whole project kind of forced upon us in a yeah. way <laughs> yeah like, we haven't scored anything really under a four yet and i feel like this one's <laughs> better than the others <laughs> <laughs> we could up the money pennies or is it too late yeah we can make it out of six <laughs> or should we keep it because <laughs> I, I feel that for it to last 60 odd years or however long it's been 60 years isn't it 1962 yeah yeah um they probably get better right well Any, but I I, but maybe we'll get bored midway i don't know I, I think we need to stick with the money penny system for, i mean when this is only the third one in yeah what are you saying for money pennies then? I'm going five money pennies. Five money pennies. You're going five. I bloody loved it. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm still going to hold off and keep with four. Okay, what are you holding out for, please? Don't know. I'm holding out because I think there's got to be one where, well, it's got to be one where he beats the dude with the white cat from Spectre. This wasn't part of Spectre, this one, was it? No. So this was something else completely. I think there's going to be, I hope they're going to keep bringing in the Spectre thing and then one day he gets to fight the big bots and it's going to have amazing gadgets and stuff like that. And also, I think that the, sorry? Like the end of level dude, like yeah. he's fighting the big boss. But I think also as time progresses, There'll be hopefully less DTs. I don't know what decade that will be where we get more comfortable with it. Well, uh, this song, it really did. Like it, it was like it. This film is what I expected from 
maybe the 80s. Maybe it takes a dip down again. Maybe it does. Maybe the 70s was shit. Uh, okay, well, let's... Okay. We'll find out. All right, so Bond Girl. Do you oh. prefer Pee Galore? Who was our Tanya. Tanya. I like Titania. Why? Why? More than Pussy Galore. Yeah. Did your Alexa speak to you then? I think so. What did, what what did, did it say? I've got, I've got the headphones on. No. Alexa, repeat yourself. Sorry, there is nothing to repeat. Nothing to repeat, apparently. Okay. I'll probably hear it back on the recording. I thought you the toilet earlier. Alexa, are you capable of flushing the toilet? Sorry, I don't know that one. She doesn't know that one. No, not her either. Um, I, I actually can't allow you to do that. Pussy Galore is by far superior to Tanya. Tanya wafted around in a stupid little lacy dress and flung her arms around, didn't even look in the direction the boat was going when she was steering it, and Pussy Galore <laughs> blew away. <laughs> Pussy Galore did fly a plane, but Titania escaped Russia oh, to start you're, a new you're, life. Her full name. Hmm? Mm. <laughs> What's that called? Tat? I, I reckon. Tat or something, yeah. Pussy Galore probably was escaping a life, but she didn't feel like she had to talk about it all the time. She'd moved on. Yeah, I think Pussy, I think it's just like some side hustle for Pussy Galore. I don't think she was giving it 100%, to be honest. She's looking pretty chilled with the whole thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. How <laughs> awesome is that? Have we got to agree? How do we work this? Because we've got it on one chart, we have haven't we? Agree. So we have to agree. Yeah. Oh, so we have to yeah. hash this out. Because, so what, what... Let's talk about the theme tune, because maybe yeah. we can. Because I feel like we're going to disagree on this as well. <laughs> it's my favourite. So maybe. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, remind me. Um, much with love, underneath the mega tree. We don't need to. Mm. We only need to worry about the top positions. Was the Goldfinger theme tune better than from Russia with Love? In my opinion, yes. Okay, so if I let you have that, which I actually disagree with, because I think it's a completely overhyped theme tune, can I have the Bond girl? Because I feel very strongly about this. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Let's do yeah. that. Oh, the theme tune was terrible. Okay, um, so so far, out of the three films, we've got Goldfinger as the number one film. Pussy Claw is the number one Bond girl mm. and Goldfinger as the number one theme tune. And apparently this is Dr. Noah from Russia with Love is where it peaked, wasn't it? You were saying? Apparently. That's, I mean, I read that somewhere. Yeah. I read a lot of stuff somewhere, though. Okay. All right. I'll uh, just hit end. <laughs> <laughs>